Welcome to Breakthrough with Brig, the podcast that teaches high-achieving Black women how to use thought work to break through barriers, get out of their own way, and become their best self in the most loving and sustainable way. Y'all ready? Let's dig in. I missed you guys last week. I was on vacation. 10 days in Cabo St. Lucas. It was amazing. I'll post a pitch in the comments or in the show notes, right? I did a photo shoot afterwards. I'll post some of the pictures so you guys can see where I was. Stayed at this amazing Five star, or was it four star? Who cares? I had a butler, <laughs> a butler and turn down service. I came home and I literally was looking at my bed like, why isn't my bed turned down? Like, what's going on? I don't understand. <laughs> I almost started looking around and like, what's for dinner? Like, where's my menu? <laughs> I think we all need experiences like that where we get away and we just rest. It was one of the few vacations that I didn't need a vacation from my vacation. But here's the funny thing about it. It was actually a working vacation, but my work now is my passion. So even though there was a mastermind involved in, there was conferences involved in sitting and studying and coming up with what I want to do and how I want to present to you guys and really nailing in how I can better serve you. That's all my jam. So it didn't even feel like work. And of course, I extended my stay after the conference and got there a little bit before. So it ended up being 10 days. So if you want to check the show notes for the pictures. But here we are, episode 40, The Power of a Managed Mind. It was funny because I was looking back and I actually recorded an episode with the same title right when I first started. And for some reason, I can't remember why I never published it. And so I went back and listened. And of course, I want to make some changes. So I wanted to combine like the old one with some updated things that I wanted to talk about. And I just want to talk about what's the value? Because I always talk about managing our minds. What does that mean? Like, what does that mean? And why do I think that's so important for us? Is high-achieving Black women. And I really do believe that is the key for us to get everything we need. I think it's the key for, for us to break through all of the limiting beliefs and the ceilings and all of the things. If you're a high achiever, mind management is the key. Let me explain why, what I mean. But first, let's talk about the brain. 
The brain in and of itself weighs three pounds, guys, three pounds, but it uses at rest even 20% of our energy. That means 20% of our body's energy, the energy that it takes to run our body goes to an organ that's only 2% of our body's mass. That's an expensive thing to run. I was thinking about it. It was like, what would it be in comparison to like, as we were growing up is like something that was like expensive to do. Like you didn't do it that often. One thing I can think of was long distance phone calls. Now, some of you guys probably don't remember that long distance phone calls, they were very expensive. You had to call the operator and give them the telephone number (laughs) that you wanted to call, or you could call it directly. But I would always call the operator because my calls would be collect because I would call my father. But my mom was like, we don't have a lot of money for a long distance call. So I'd always, always call my dad collect, meaning the bill would go on his statement, his telephone statement. I have to explain that because some of you guys don't know about making collect calls, (laughs) but those calls were very costly. So it wasn't like I was like, hey, how you doing? How was your day? Yeah, I went to the store. I bought this. Like, no, the energy of that call was very expensive. So it was like, hey, dad, I love you. I made an A on my test. Like it was the pertinent stuff. It was a three minute, four minute, five minute conversation and anything else was done in writing. I would send them a letter because it was very expensive to do. It's kind of what our brain does. Our brain considers to save its energy. So it packages things to go together, wire together, fire together, wire it together. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. If it fires together, it wires it together, packaging it so that it is like hosed in like a silicone tube. So it's fast. Okay. We call these neuro pathways. And so the reason why that happens is because it can use less energy if I just put it in a pathway. Then I don't have to rethink how to brush my teeth every morning. I don't have to go now, what do I need? Like look at a sheet of paper, read it step one, step two, step three. That's a lot of energy. So our brain is like, I don't want to expend that much energy on something you do all the time. So it creates pathways. So now if you're like me, I just get up in the morning, turn on the water, get my electric toothbrush. I can do this while thinking about something else. Like, what am I going to wear today? I don't have to think about it. Much like we did when we started driving. If you are one that drives, some of you New Yorkers, (laughs) I know you don't drive yet and you don't have your driver's license. That's okay. We won't talk about you. But just like when you first started driving, like it was like hands at 10 and two, and you thought of everything. And now you can literally drive all the way home and wonder, how did I get here? Because you were on autopilot. That's neuropathways. Now, the way the brain decides 
to make neural pathways is because of frequent use, but not usefulness. I'm going to explain that later, but I want you to understand we have the pathways we have because of frequent use, not because of usefulness. This is one of the reasons why it is important that we learn to manage our minds because we think because it's a neural pathway and it feels familiar, right? Like that drive home, it just feels familiar. Ever driven to a new home, ever moved and driven to a new home and it doesn't feel as familiar? It's like, oh, I'm so used to turning off of this and I don't turn this way anymore, right? It doesn't feel familiar because that's not the practice way, right? It doesn't feel familiar because it's useful, even though that's what we think. We think our brain comes up with stuff and shows us stuff because it's useful. That's not exactly why it feels familiar. It feels normal. It's because it's been used a lot. And you get to decide whether or not it's useful. But that has to be an intentional decision. That's what I mean about mind management. Because mind management will be looking at those useful, those used well-oiled pathways and deciding patterns of thoughts, patterns and habits that we do, emotions that we normally have because of patterns of thoughts that are just there. They're out to get me. The world is unsafe. I can't do this. I got to work harder. That's betrayal. They're trying to use me. Or patterns of use of the world is for me. Everybody loves me. I'm safe. Like which patterns were used a lot? That's what determines the strength or what neural pathway stays and which neural pathways leave. Because before the ages of two, when we're babies and up to about two, the brain does the opposite. It just forms neural pathways everywhere. The brain is like a sponge. You've heard that. Like kids are like a sponge till the ages of two. It's like looking at light. It's studying. And the brain is like, oh, pathway, 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 connect, connect, connect. And these connections are like people going arm in arm. And each person is a different cell, right? And it's spreading out its arms left and right. And it's connecting with the cell beside it in the cell on the other side. So it's like people arm in arms spread out across a street, right? That's what sales do. They spread out arm in arm, right? And that actually makes that neural pathway faster. And the more that neural pathway gets used, the more the brain protects that and makes that faster. So it just becomes innate. It becomes our default. It becomes like riding a bike, driving home, or brushing our teeth. It's just our default. We don't have to think about it. It's taking it out of that energy draining part, like a long distance call, and made it a very local call that doesn't have an extra tax to it. 
not because it was useful, not because it served us, not because this is right or wrong, because we think if it feels normal, then it's right. That's not true. That's why we get to manage our mind, okay? Because our mind is just functioning as an organ. And up until two, it just forms synapses, which is those arm to arm, right? Neuron to neuron based on like, oh, let's connect here. Let's connect here. Oh, that goes with that. Okay, let's connect that. Oh, that goes with that. Let's connect that. Like it's trying to be efficient. So it's like, let's form all the connections. You see this mama comes in, she smiles. Oh, I get picked up. That's a neural pathway. I make mama laugh. I smile. She smiles. I feel good. She feels good. That's a neural pathway, right? But guess what else is a neural pathway? I scream, mama screams, I don't feel safe. That's a neural pathway. I feel threatened. People talk about me. I don't know where my next meal is coming from. I don't feel accepted. I don't feel like I belong. I've been told I was ugly. I've been told I was a burden. I didn't feel needed or loved. Those are neural pathways too. So that's what gets strengthened. The world is against me. I need to survive. I need to earn my keep. I need to deserve love, get strengthened. And I'm just lovable just as I am. I'm beautiful just as I am. I am a worthy individual just because doesn't get strengthened. And this is what happens between the ages of two and 16. Our brain does the opposite between the ages of zero and two. It is like forming connections everywhere, right? Because it wants to like create these pathways so I can get to efficiency, but it has, it has to make the connections first. Between the ages of two and 16, it does the opposite. It's like you not being used. Okay. We're going to prune this pathway. We're not going to use it. So which one stays are the ones that are used. The ones that are strengthened are the ones that are used. Those are the ones that stayed. Those become your default go-to thoughts, pattern recognition, like habits and states of being because of the thoughts that go with them, right? But again, It may not be for usefulness. It was a pattern that was used. So you have people who lived in very traumatic upbringings, homes that there wasn't a lot of stability, things that happened to us as kids. If we were bullied, if we were told we were ugly or we didn't belong or we weren't picked for the football basketball team or we want the pretty girl that everybody wants to play with or no one wanted to date us those type of things if it was used a lot that becomes our default pattern on which we experience life because the patterns of safety and love and belonging weren't reinforce. So those patterns were pruned. Okay. 
This kind of sounds kind of bleak right now, but this is the moment where I give you hope. Because just because it was pruned between the ages of two and 16, just because you were pruned that way, doesn't mean you have to stay that way. At any moment, we get to decide, oh, wait a minute, this is just my practice pattern. This doesn't have to be a pattern I continue to see the world in. This doesn't have to be the experience that I experience all the time. I can retrain and recreate new neural pathways. And I do that through managing my mind, through learning what my thoughts are, questioning does that make sense? Do I want to use? my 16-year-old pattern recognition system to operate now at 40 when I'm in the boardroom? The answer would be not just no, but hell no, right? But that's exactly what happens when we don't recognize and use the value of awareness in and of managing our mind of like really going back and saying, wait a minute. Why am I feeling this way? Why do I feel threatened? Why am I making this mean I don't belong? They don't like me. I'm not accepted. Why am I acting like a 16-year-old and I'm 36? This is the reason why. Queen, you were pruned that way. Pruning meaning the neurological natural process between the ages of 2 and 16 that trimmed away neural pathways and connections that weren't being used. And it left the ones that were being used. It didn't matter whether it served you or not, or if it was for your highest being or need. The only criteria was, am I using this? So think about it. What did you use the most of between the ages of two and 16? Did you use the most of I belong and I'm accepted and I'm loved? Or did you use the most of I got to survive? No one likes me. The world is against me. I'm ugly. I got to deserve my keep. What was the messaging? And we don't have to make this about mama not treating me right, daddy not treating me right, the world is against me. We don't have to go there. We can just say, what was some of my major experiences that might have signaled that this pathway stays? The only reason why I'm even bringing this up is because I want us to have the knowledge to go, oh, this is why my natural default is they're all against me. Oh, this is why my natural default is I got to defend myself. Oh, this is why my natural default is I got to hustle for my worthiness. Not because it's true, but it's because my natural default is the things that I experienced, the pathways that were pruned during that time. And I just haven't taken the time to create new neural pathways. That's it. That's what 
I do with my clients through coaching. First, I help them understand their hidden underlying neuropathways of like, oh, where did that come from? Why were you not safe? What are you making that mean? Questioning everything so that you start having awareness of your innate or default thought patterns. And then you can seek to change them to create other ones and choose on purpose instead of what was left. Because basically what we're doing is we're just operating on pathways that were just left because they were used. As opposed to, I'll take this one, I'll take this one, I'll take this one, this, I want to do this, I want to do that. Like, that's what managing our mind does. It's like, instead of doing the default, it's like, no, but I'm choosing this as opposed to, this is just what's left over. Like, oh, great podcast title. Are you using your leftovers? I love that. Because that's exactly what it is. It's what's left over. Are you using your leftovers, right? Are you using your hand-me-downs or are you creating on purpose? And that's what the gift of managing your mind does. It allows you to choose on purpose. Keep following, keep listening. We'll show you how. I love mind management, and I love when we intentionally dive in, making sense of ourselves, and then course correcting on purpose based on usefulness, not on what was used and just left over. Those default programmings, just because they feel familiar, Queen, doesn't mean that that's who you are. Well, this is just who I am. This is just the way I am. No, it's just the programming that was left. And we haven't decided to build something different on purpose, which means, yeah, we have to experience a little discomfort because it doesn't feel familiar. But guess what, Queen? That's exactly what I know you can do. Okay. Check me out, go to my website, masterclasses, book a one-on-one breakthrough call. I'm still taking one-on-one consultations if you want to work with me. And we're going to continue this conversation for a while now, because I think there's so much value to us understanding our mind, understanding ourselves, and managing our mind, thinking on purpose. That's the key to your up-level queen. And I'm here for it. We don't need our 16-year-old selves in the boardroom, in the OR, in a dental chair, at the CPA office, in our relationships with our significant others. We don't need our 16-year-old self making those decisions for us. Okay? Till next time, queens. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to take thought work even deeper with me as your guide, 
opportunities to work with me one-on-one are available. Go to BrickJohnson.com to schedule your own personal breakthrough call. In 30 minutes, we'll see if working together is a great fit. BrickJohnson.com, B-R-I-G-J-O-H-N-S-O-N. See you next time.